Greetings everyone and welcome to today's podcast. Today we're going to be delving into the idea of someone telling you that you may not love yourself. So today's topic, episode six, how do you know that I don't love myself? How do I know that you don't love yourself? Or how do you know that you don't love yourself? And I know quite a few of you have been asking yourselves, well, who is she to tell me that I don't love myself? She doesn't know me. She doesn't know anything about me. I love myself. I make sure that I get my hair done. I make sure that I get my nails done every three weeks. I make sure I have a manicure and a pedicure. I get a massage once a month. I get all dolled up and dressed up. I have the best MUA. Yes. So how can she tell that I don't love myself? Right. So that's a question that I asked myself so many times when I was told that I lack self-love. I thought to myself, who are you to tell me that I don't love myself? But they saw the things, you know, we hear the words coming out of our mouths. We see the words leaving our lips. I love myself. But our actions, they don't align. Our actions don't align. Have you been feeling low, little self-confidence, little self-esteem, no self-worth because you've been settled in a relationship although the person that you're in a relationship isn't actually available but they are actually in a relationship with someone else but they tell you that they love you and uh, you're who they want to be with and everything's going to be fine. Don't worry about the other person. You're in a relationship with someone who has narcissistic traits, who's disrespectful, who's abusive verbally, emotionally and physically. But they come to you after an episode and they apologize in their sincerest form, bringing gifts, acknowledging how much you mean to them and asking for your mercy and your forgiveness, promising you that it will never happen again. Have you been taking little care of yourself? Your time management doesn't benefit you because you're worn out and exhausted at the end of the day. The people that you allow access into your life, they take away from you more than they give, but somehow they are your number one priority. Are you somebody who pursues relationships with other people, who 
you can tell are in a position that they need some support, but you feel like you are the right person for them to help them to come out of that situation. So you you are their hero. You rescue them. You take care of them. You shower them with gifts. You do everything under the sun for them, even without them asking. Do you know what kind of behavior that is? Codependency. And oftentimes with codependency, the person feels little value for themselves. They don't think that they are good enough. But somehow, if they can find themselves into someone else's life to prove to them how much they need them in their life, then somehow it convinces that person that, hey, actually, you know what, I'm needed. But we have to first need and want ourselves first. How can we ask someone else to love us, to do all the things we say one should do if they love us, but we're not willing to do that for ourselves? Now, I'm not saying that you may not love yourself at all. You might rightly so have love for yourself, but is it sufficient to help you to grow and to nurture you so that you foster healthy relationships and environments so that you become your number one priority now for some people that might very well be the case they have no love in their hearts for themselves they sabotage everything they are their own worst enemy they self-destruct They attract intentionally people in their lives who they know is going to be toxic, is going to cause them harm, stress, and they're going to hurt them. You're in a toxic relationship. All you do is argue. You're never on the same page. But you stay and you say, I love them. But what is it about them that you love that makes you stay. People treat us the way we treat ourselves. And that's the hard truth. You get respect based on the respect that you give yourself. Because if you respect yourself, you wouldn't tolerate disrespect from anyone. So when they approach you, they are in check. They, they know, listen, when I approach this person, I got to come correct because their standard and their expectations when it comes to respect is just as the respect that they give themselves. That's what they expect. Sometimes we say treat people the way we want to be treated. But the funny thing with that terminology or with that expression is that Everybody doesn't want to be treated the same. How I want to be treated might not be the way that you want to be treated. And so I always say it is very important that we treat people according to their expectations. That way we are meeting everyone and their needs half of the way. Not me treating you a certain way because I'm prone to disrespect. 
I have little self-value so I look down on myself and so I should treat people the way I want to be treated well if, what if I don't want to be treated with respect what if I want to be talked down to what what if I want to be taken advantage of do I still treat other people that same way it doesn't negate the fact that I want to be treated differently to you so yes you may lack some self-love the level isn't sufficient and because the level is quite low and you're giving of yourself you're taking from your daily load every day it's like purchasing a five pound bag of sugar and every three days you take three cups and you fill the sugar jar Will you still have five pounds of sugar at the end of 12 days? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have the same level of sugar. And that's the same way with love, the love that we have for ourselves, the respect that we show ourselves, the self-worth that we have, the self-value, the self-confidence that we have, the way we care for ourselves. If there's not much of any of those things, but we are giving every day and distributing to someone else or something else, there's little left for us. So, though saying you lack self-love might be making you feel uncomfortable, things that are beneficial to us, they're supposed to make us feel uncomfortable because it means that there's some form of growth that is required. There is always room for improvement. And if you're comfortable, there's no growth. There's no growth in comfort. You have to be uncomfortable and you have to feel challenged. Those are the things that are almost always the most beneficial in our lives. So today, to my beautiful audience, those of you who were not so comfortable with the idea of having little self-love, it isn't the intention to make you feel uncomfortable, but rather to reflect and looking look at your life in retrospect to assess and to analyze your actions because we use the word i love you so loosely these days they are just words because the actions don't support and so many of us as women we look to what we hear. We act accordingly to what we hear. So much so that we neglect the actions. We don't pay attention to the signs and the actions that should align with those words. I love you is not just words. It's an action. Love is an action. It's something that you have to act out display 
and there are different ways of expressing. Now, everybody this expresses love in different ways, but it should be healthy ways. Healthy ways. I thank you guys so much for your time today, and I look forward to seeing and speaking with you on the next episode. I want you guys to subscribe and to make sure that you never miss another beat, another episode. There's a lot to come. Big things are going to be happening. And in order for you to be a part of that movement, a part of that journey, a part of that transformation, you have to be a part of our community. I love you all. God bless you.